Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome back to Ohioan. Hey, we've got our fourth round of Vaximillion winners. Um, Brandon Craig, I got to tell you, I'm depressed right now. Uh, Vaximillion <laughs> was more fun when you said you had five chances of winning Vaximillion. And, yeah, the odds were long. Um, I joked around here at work that I'm definitely going to win. Obviously, probably isn't happening now. But I, I got to tell you guys, Brandon, what do you think? We got one more chance of winning. It's not as exciting when there's five chances of winning. Let's bring back Vax a million or Vax a Vax a ten dollars. I'm gonna miss this one when it, when it's gone. Are you gonna miss it? Um, no, I'm not gonna miss it because I didn't. You know, I never win any of the regular lotteries. So what is it? What's the difference? Um, you know, it's uh. It was an unusual, fascinating thing, but now by uh, drawing number four, it's kind of like an old story, and it, uh, I think the horse has been beaten and all. By the time, no one's going to remember the fifth person. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad to do show prep now, because for a long time, uh, you know, vaccinating was something you could talk about, you know, and it was okay if we talked about most every day. There was a lot of fun stuff happening. Now, vaccinating, it's... It's gone. I, and you know what? As I'm playing shows that made it easier, Craig, when I, I talked to Dan Tierney, I actually thanked him and the governor for doing Vaximillion. I said, you know, Jerry's Allen, if it's going to help more vaccines. But as a planner, as a newsman, thank you for having Vaximillion. It gives us something to talk about. And he, he acknowledged that. He knew it. Yeah, I mean, I think they, they set out to, to do something unique, and I think they succeeded. Now, I again, I my, my argument from the beginning has been to, you know, maybe offer more lottery spots. You know, lottery winners like the state of California has done where they have different tiers. I think you could have just done one single tier but made it, you know, less money and, and allowed for more winners, and that money still would have been extremely life-changing for every – many, many Ohioans. So – um, yeah, it's going to be uh, sad to see it go because it's, you know, I have to admit that I've only watched the lottery a couple of times. I missed the first one. I was out of state. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's kind of fun to, to see who wins. But you're also hopeful that you can win, too, because it's a life changing amount of money. Uh, we were talking Monday about I was telling him I'm, I'm rooting for chaos. I want a journalist to win or. And he laughed at that. Or I said, I want a famous person to win. He reminded me. I, I don't know if you guys heard the story um, with uh, Mega Millions. With that game. Oh, no, Cast Explosion. Sorry. The Cast Explosion game show is on here in Ohio. I think it's Saturday nights. Um, 
they had a little bit of controversy once because Larry Zonka, I don't know if you remember the name, but he was a famous Miami Dolphins running back um, in the 70s and I think 80s. Um, he, he must have lived in Ohio at the time because he got on Cash Explosion. And some people were like, hey, he was in the NFL. How did he make it to Cash Explosion? So I don't know. Um, Dan asked me a dangerous question because I was about ready to yell Jack Windsor, but he said, well, Chris, who do you think would be a fun person to win Maximilian? And I'm like, you don't want me to answer Jack Windsor. I didn't, so I said Les Wexner. It should be fun, but I don't know. Um, I, I'm surprised, Brandon. They keep on saying from the state, they're like, well, we're talking to other uh, companies. Um, DeWine said this, Tierney said this on Monday. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to have another Vaximillion. It sounds like, I mean, there's other states that are doing some type of creative gift card contest or something. It sounds like Ohio is trying to do something like that. Um, I'm, I'm surprised that more companies haven't signed up, not necessarily from a political side, but just from a, hey, let's get our name in the news, you know? Um, I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. I mean, I, I, I guess it's all of some time. Uh, we've gotten another week of his facts a million, but I'm surprised they haven't pulled it off yet. Sorry, Chris, you broke up. What was that last part of your question? No, I, I'm surprised they haven't pulled that off because again, from a PR side, if you think about it, you know, if you say, Hey, we're going to give this away or we're donating this to the state to give away for a ongoing contest, you know, the media would write about it. I, I'm surprised they haven't been able to pull off a deal with a area company to do this. You know, um, there's a, I'm sure there's a lot of logistics involved that um, we're not familiar, we might not be familiar with. Um, so, you know, these th- kind of things are hard to kind of sometimes hard to pull off at times, you know. Yeah. I mean, now, Brand, you know, Brandon, Craig, and me, we're in the media business. So, you know, we're not supposed to get involved in stuff like that. But I'm wondering, like, if I was in PR for a private company, I would be. Definitely, I'm um, talking to people about that. Um, yeah, Craig, I'm thinking for Gannett, we got papers all over the state. How about how about we donate some online subscriptions? How about that? Well, you know, that's it's not a bad idea for businesses to maybe think about doing something like that because, like you said, at this point, any any business that donates almost anything is going to get at least local coverage, but probably statewide coverage. Um, and you know, I don't know if it has to be a big donation. It could be something, you know, a little, you know, chunk of change that, that maybe people get fired up about. And, you know, depending on what company is, you're probably going to make that back. And then some by just the advertising alone, the free advertising alone. So I think you're right. I think, you know, most businesses should probably look at that and, and maybe, get involved and maybe it's like $5,000 or maybe it's a thousand dollars or whatever it may be. And you're still, you're going to get a lot of publicity and people are going to be interested in looking up your company and, and maybe you're going to make that kind of money back tenfold. Yeah. Um, the winners last night, Suzanne Ward of Finley won a million and um, Sean Horning of Cincinnati won the college scholarship. Um, I think we were afraid I guess we're jokingly talking about this, um, that these winners would uh, be hassled and everything. I'm sure there's some goofballs on Facebook trying to message them and ask them for money or whatever else the case might be. But I don't think that's happened, Brandon, right? 
I mean, I, I forget the name of the first two people that won this. So I don't think they've become pop culture sensations that we're afraid they might be. <laughs> I, I don't know, Brandon, do you remember the name of the first girl that won this? Oh, I was trying to cheat uh, on Google, but no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to Abigail. Abigail. Abigail I was going to say, I think oh, it was yeah. Abigail. <laughs> right. But, but I guess what I was saying is it's not like these people, like we were afraid they were going to be on billboards and, you, you know, they were going to be on press conferences for now at the end of time. Yeah, you guys did that, you know obligatory press conference the day afterwards, but I don't I, I don't think Abigail's being hassled for interviews or money from everybody. I mean, I'm sure, again, I'm sure there's goofballs out there that do that, but uh, it doesn't seem like there's a, a ton of it, so I don't know. But hey, bravo Vax a million, bravo for giving us something to talk about. Um, it's good. I mean, even from talking to Dan the other day, it's great that, yeah, we still got to be careful about COVID. Hey, get vaccinated if you're not vaccinated yet. Um, if you're around a ton of people inside, wear a mask. I mean, it's not like we got to forget about COVID, but it's. I'm glad we're kind of talking more about vaccinations. We're in a better state now to talk about vaccinations than to talk about, um, you know, just the fear of everyone dying or something like that. So, but get vaccinated. The more people get vaccinated, we're in a better uh, shape of life. I mean, we've talked about that a lot in the show. And yeah, get vaccinated. It's, it's a good move to make. So, all right. Well, th- thanks for checking out the Highland today. Remember, we've got segments each week. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Allison Ward of uh, the Columbus Dispatch. We talked to her the other day. First time guest, she wrote a fun story about people who cook cicadas. And uh, Brandon and Craig, I think these people are becoming a lot more prevalent now. Um, And Allison did not give me a definitive answer that she wouldn't eat cicadas, too. Uh, You guys guys aren't eating cicadas, are you? No. Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. Well, you, you, Brandon, you talked about an insect that you're eating, or your wife ate in Youngstown. Yeah, cricket farm and made for human consumption is very different than going out in the wild and right. and uh, <laughs> grabbing a cicada and just like going taking it home and I don't know, cutting it off its head and sucking out <laughs> the interior. I don't know. I'm making it very. I'm grossing myself out just say, talking this way, but. Um, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, I go, I'll go to the grocery store and buy mushrooms, but that doesn't mean I'll, I'll go in the wild and eat mushrooms, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. So no, no, no I don't know if it's really even appetizing to say, you know, oh, well, what if they brewed cicadas for human, human consumption? Um, you know, I think OSHA would have some, something to say about workers working in an environment where they would, couldn't hear themselves think. <laughs> so, uh, um, Yeah. That's my takeaway. Very strange that, uh, and you'll have to read the article. It was kind of interesting. She talked to some, there was um, a guy from Travel Channel who wrote a piece uh, or or did a show on strange foods and cicadas and everything. And she was saying that people have to take the wings off before eating them. I I don't know if I want to sit in my kitchen pulling wings off cicadas (laughs) before I eat them. I don't know. I, I mean, I pretty much asked her, what the heck are we doing? You know, I could see at the beginning of times of the 
of the pandemic were like, man, is there going to be a food shortage? Or, or, you know, are we all going to be out of jobs? And are we all going to be have to scrounging for food? And I, I guess, Brandon, if it's, and Craig, if it's like cicadas or death, maybe I'll eat a cicada. But I think now we're in an okay spot. I mean, we got to be, you know, as we said a minute ago, we got to be careful about COVID. But there's, there's food out there. You know what I mean? You don't have to go to cicadas today, you know? There's other stuff to eat. You know, we're so okay yeah. with our food supply, right? Yeah, the food supply is still there. Um, probably don't need to start eating cicadas. So, I mean, I'm sure some adventure adventurous eaters probably are interested in it, but uh, it's kind of gross having to, like, de-wing them, and I don't know. I think that's just – can't imagine too many people are eating them. I'm sure there are a few. I mean, it's still a tough time financially for a lot of people. My wife and I are pretty tight right now. But I can tell you, if I go upstairs, there's plenty of food options to eat. It's not like, oh, crap, there's nothing. I've got to go out and start digging the dirt for cicadas. So, I don't know. Fun stuff. All right. Well, thanks for checking out the Ohioan. Uh, as I said, you know, check out our uh, extra episodes um, with Allison and uh, other people. And, and check out premium episodes. It's a way you can support the show. We got information on our podcast page about that. So, thanks for checking us out. We'll be back shortly for a new segment. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book Hope Interrupted that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com. <laughs>